This is a homebrew podcast. Hey, hey, Grendel, what's you up to? Oh, hey, not much, just chilling. Hey, do you remember me? We met a while ago. I'm the I'm the DM. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, awesome. Well, hey, uh, there's a very special new member of the crew I wanted to introduce you to. I know you've been playing uh, Cryptids and Catacombs a lot lately. Are you still doing that? Oh, yeah. I'm like a level 16 paladin now. Oh, wow. That's a that's a good choice. Hey, um, so hop on the computer here real quick and then go to dmsguild.com. All right. And then... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and then search, and then search for Seawood Scribe. Your typing right. has come so far. I'm so proud of you, Grendel. Okay, right. look at all this awesome stuff by Seawood Scribe on DMSguild.com. He is just going to be one of the most indispensable members of the crew, and I wanted to make sure that you saw all the cool stuff he has available. You can uh get all sorts of uh, game mods and everything's priced really aggressively and it's all it's all really good stuff so you should definitely check it out if you want to up your game up your cryptids and catacombs game oh yeah there's like a whole bunch of classes in here that are very interesting i'll have to speak with my dm awesome welcome to the crew nathan welcome back to the homebrew i'm your architect grant here with austin brady Zaldwin, the high elf smuggler with a penchant for magic. Cody Smith. Grundle, the forest gnome. John Cayley. Mr. Goy, why am I more and more like Nivets right now? And Tyrell and I. Puny arms, Oliver. <laughs> Last week, the crew went down, down, down the rabbit hole, bumped their heads, and bruised their souls, chasing after the solution. To Thorum Ironkind's puzzle cube. They woke up in a forest, not quite themselves. Crew, give me one more quick description of your current avatar where where we left off last week. You woke up in the forest. And Austin, what a, what do you look like right now? I am a terribly handsome high elf, uh, who has some little long flowing cloaks and uh, with, with this kind of like gold trim, some furs, you know, some really like rich royal greens. And uh, you know what? I'm going to say I have a sick scar right on my chin. Nice. Holy sweet scar. And we've got forest gnome Grundle. Right. I'm a forest gnome. I'm about three feet tall tops. Um, shaggy gray hair, gray beard with like twigs and a little bird that peeps out of it every now and again. I've got a tattered brown robe and I have two katanas on either side of me and a dragon medallion with some adornery like scales and claws and teeth. Awesome. Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy is now a very handsome three foot ghostwise halfling wearing black robes. I mean, this like dark dank aura and with this nasty looking skull medallion around us and oliver i am a blast scarred water genasi uh with white hair and puny pathetic toothpick arms (laughs) 
Yeah, so uh, everyone currently, our uh, crew is all on a wizard. If you're curious how that happened, it was completely random. And you can catch some more information on that on uh, Liaman's tiny chat if you're on Patreon. But yeah, Oops All Wizards, I think, is the name of these next few episodes. Uh, So you guys uh, wake up. You are in this just beautiful little, like... um, alcove in a forest the grass is very green and very soft there are birds chirping uh the sun is filtering through the trees uh there's like beautiful rays of light uh and you guys uh stand up from the grass take a look at yourselves and at each other uh you uh, you definitely look different uh but you know it feels pretty comfortable it's not like it's not like this crazy um, whiplash or anything for Oliver, like for you to have arms like these are these are who you are right now. A small half orc child runs up to you as you guys are kind of like looking over each other's cool little medallions and trinkets and stuff. And it's like, oh, uh, hello there. Are you adventurous? Uh, yeah, I think so. Whoa, what happened to my voice? Oh, it sounds fine to me. Yeah, you sound stupid. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. You sound real weird, Grund- Grund- Grundle? I'm assuming oh. you're Grundle because it. I feel it in my bones that you're Grundle somehow. I am. Hmm. I'm sorry, little kid. Who the hell are you? Oh, uh, that's okay. Uh, my name's Grognar. Grognar. Nice to meet Hi, you, bud. Thank you. I've always I'm wanted Grundle. to meet adventurers. What? I'm Grundle. I, I can't really understand what you're saying. What are you... You're what? He, he's Grundle. Grundle? That's, that's Grundle, yeah. Uh, I'm Zaldwin. This is... Oh, oh, no. Which one of you is Goy and which one of you is Oliver? I'm Goy. Oh, okay. That that makes... That clears that up. I guess I'm Oliver. Are you all just meeting now for the first time? About to set off on some epic adventure? No, we're old pals, but... We just oh. never seen each other like this. He looks a little confused, and uh, they they just kind of look around like, "Oh, well, I, I've always wanted to meet adventures. What what are you do? Are you about to embark on a on a great quest on some epic adventure? What what, what are you doing?" No, we're just trying to find some dwarvish sad boy. It's hiding away in this big old world, I guess. Oh. I mean, that is kind of an adventure. Yeah, sounds like an adventure to me. And you sure look an awful lot like adventurers. I, I guess we do. All right, well, let's go. I look stupid. Why, why do we look stupid? I think I look pretty handsome. I'm not like dumb. Look at my I'm long small. hair. Yeah, you're small, but, you know, now you're very throwable. I could throw you. <laughs> I couldn't throw you before. I've been thrown. You've been thrown? At full height. Oh, jeez. Actually, you were a foot shorter than you normally were. Ah. Uh. And blue. I feel like I'm the smartest man alive, though, right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel a surge of intelligence. Right, right I feel so smart. <laughs> like, well, I could do math. Yeah, I can do a lot of math. I'm doing math right now, in my head, without oh my, my fingers. Oh my god, I can feel the math. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like with this math, I can create massive balls of fire to destroy my enemies. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, space Jesus. This must be how... Nivets feels, but like without the brain damage. <laughs> Maybe that's why he has brain damage. 
from doing too much math. Yeah, I feel like that would ruin me. Maybe you're right. All right, uh, Grognar, is it? Grognar, thank you. Yeah, uh, where are we now, exactly? Oh, we're just in the forest. What forest? Is this... He looks a little confused. It's uh, it's in the forest. Okay. Is it the Lost Woods? This this kid must have been doing too much math. This must be the the place that math hurts. Uh, <laughs> is there any civilization nearby? Any people? Any like grumpy dwarves? Well, I don't know any grumpy dwarves, but uh, there's a, there's a town nearby, Middleton. Middleton. Yeah, it's about a day's walk. We could we could head there. Is that where your <sighs> sad boy dwarf is? A day, oh. maybe. Maybe that's where he's at. Yeah, there's a lot of walking around here. Uh, <sighs> okay. I guess we'll walk. That okay. sounds horrible in his little body. Well, let's go. Wait. First things first. Um, Why are you looking for this uh, sad boy uh, uh, dwarf? Are, are they evil? Are they, are, do they uh, need rescued? He's, um, you could say he needs rescued. You could say that. Right. Well, I wouldn't say he's evil. He's just kind of a jerk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's dildo. stuck. He's stuck. He's stuck. Yeah, he's stuck. He's stuck wherever he's at. We gotta take him back home. Oh, wait. Is he a dwarf? Oh shit. Oh wait. Crap. He might. Uh... He might not be a dwarf. Well, do you have a picture? Uh. No. Draw him a picture. I know all the math. Let's draw him a picture. All right. Let's let's draw a picture. And Zaldwin is going to, like, rustle in their bag mm-hmm. and realize that they don't really have uh, the things that they typically have on them. Uh, Zaldwin's going to k- kind of freak out. There's, like, a book in there. He's like, I, I never carry books. He just chucks it <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> oh, uh, was that important? Uh, I don't know. Don't you read your spells from books? Aren't you a wizard? Yeah, Wait, books I'm are a wizard. Books are power, man. Spell Don't you know anything? Use your you look like use your wizard. brain power. Oh shit! And I run over and I pick up the book and it says spells on it. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, oh yeah, you need that. Are you sure you're adventurers? Look, my book just says death on the front of it. Oh, that's totally sick. Page one of my book says unsheath sword. That's <laughs> step one. Grundles is a picture book. <laughs> preschool flashcards oh my god he's gonna run over to oliver and he's gonna be like mine says death too can i see Uh, your sword why does my book look creepier than yours really i can see a sword i've got two of them this is like you're gonna let me hold it don't let the little kid hold the sword next thing you know he's gonna cut his own arm off and then he he said for a second he said for a second he said for a second I don't said, know, kid. You'll poke your eye out. Oh, come on. Sure, all right. What the hell? God, he's like a worse Jaden. Pull my sword out. Swings it around very dangerously. That kid's got some natural talent. Oh, well, I need to learn to use a weapon if we're going to be adventurous together. Wait, what? Uh, is he, are you some sort of, like, tutorial guide or something? What? I don't know. I was playing a, a game with Grundle and... It just reminds me of, like, the tutorial guide, someone to help us through to the next part and figure out what oh, yeah. the hell we're doing. Well, I don't know what you're doing, but I I, I can help. 
I don't really want to stay here anymore. Why not? How long have you been here? Oh, I don't know. It's weird. It, it, it feels like things didn't really like, happen. Unless there's things happening. I don't really know how to explain it. But it's been a while. Did you happen to find two other adventurers that would have shown up right at this exact same spot? He looks off to the side and thinks really hard. Like, no, I don't think so. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Great. Yeah, this one's going to be tough for you boys. We don't even know what Thorn looks like at all. Well, let's just go kill people about it. <laughs> For some odd reason, I feel more excited now about killing things than I do normally. Well, you guys are heroes, right? You don't just, like, kill people. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Uh, let's let's go into town, I suppose. I mean, there's no use just standing in this for The forest? The forest? The forest. All right, let's go to Middleton, I guess. And we'll just follow follow Jaden around. My name's Grognar. Oh, sorry, Grognar. You just, you remind me so much of someone I know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of this guy I know named Sal. Sal. Oh, uh, yeah. Is- well, my name's Grognar. Uh, okay, well, uh, and he he grabs a little stick and um, starts to, like, draw in the dirt. And he's like, okay, so we're here. And he draws, like, a little tree. And then drags the stick so you can see kind of like a pathway. And he's like, and then this is Middleton. And it's right here on the river. And he draws a little house to kind of signify a town. And then he scribbles a, like, uh, flowy lines above the the town of Middleton. And then he, he kind of starts to scrape these long cuts to the, uh, to the right of where he's drawn Middleton. And he's like, and just so you know, since you seem like you're new around here, this is the dream scar, and you don't want to go anywhere near that, ever. If Say if you if you touch it, you go completely crazy. So be really careful. If you see a big, shimmery, pink, purple wall thing, don't touch it, okay? Zaldwin just looks up at Mr. Goy, and then looks over at Grundle, and then looks over at Oliver. you like... Oh, okay. We won't go anywhere near the dream scar. Wink, wink. Winkity, wink. Wink. They say if you touch it, you go crazy. That's what happened to Selendril. He used to be really good friends with the king, and then they say he got too close to the dream scar, and now he's crazy. He's completely crazy, and he's either sleeping or tearing things up and hurting people. And he's not friends with the king anymore, and you just want to be really careful, okay? Okay. Oh, oh goodness. I was writing king in my notes, and I wrote kink. What's the king? Oh, name? yeah. Wait, what? Uh, he, he looks off. He's like, I guess I don't know. He's always just been called the king. King okay. of kings. The king. The king. All right. All, all right. All right. All right. Well, all right. It's a, it's, it's, it's a joke. Okay, uh, Slindril, Dream Scar. The king's all the way over here, and he draws a little picture of a castle over the side of where he's drawn the wavy lines to signify water. And he's like, you'd have to go all the way across the river if you wanted to get to the king. But that's all I know. I know castle, I know Middleton, and I know the forest, and yeah, we've got to go on this path. And he points to the little uh, path that he's drawn. All right. Did I help? That's all you know. Well, 
I know other things. What What do you want to know? Other locations. Oh, well, no, no. I just know the castle's across the river. I haven't really been across the river myself. But maybe maybe we'll go there. You never know. Mm. Can I have my sword back? Yeah, he swings it towards you. <laughs> Thanks. That's a cool sword. Do you get, like, parents? Like, are you, like, allowed to just go hang out with strangers? Uh. Forever? I, d- I remember my dad used to call me Grognar the Lazy. I don't really feel like I'm all that lazy. I don't know where they are. I guess I've always just kind of hung out here and waited for waited for something to happen. Dope. And something happened. Right. Hey. Yeah, that's kind of my strategy to life as well. Just wait for something to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a child, so maybe you should get your life a little bit more straight than that. But well, I have a job. Oh, what do you do? I work for a 16-year-old kid. Okay. I move stuff around mostly. Oh. Uh, how much could you really move? You kind of... I mean, no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That was very rude of me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're puny, dude. Uh, well, yeah. This guy thinks he killed a dragon, kid. It's hard to explain my current predicament. I bet you're wondering how I ended up like this. Ended up like what? Uh, I don't know. That's another joke. Oh. Alright, well, I guess it's time to hit the road. Do you guys know any songs? Uh, well, before we leave, Mr. Guy is going to turn towards the tree we spawned at, and he's going to cast Firebolts and then Ray of Frost and mark the tree. Whoa! 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 I'm going to poison spray it. What the fuck? Whoa, guys! Y'all are, I want to do something. And Zeldwin Firebolts the tree again. (laughs) What? Guys! (laughs) <laughs> yeah! Crundle does like a Zoro shwing, 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 and carves a G into the tree with his katanas. Alright, that's still pretty cool. You guys you guys really messed Magic. up that tree. <laughs> Magic! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys got it. Yeah, okay. unlimited cosmic power! Adventure awaits! I'm feeling less confident about this, but it's better than sticking around here. Yeah, sure hope this new power doesn't change something in me. I'm sure it won't. All right, so you guys hitting the red? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Uh, and Zeldon will try to sing a song. Oh, awesome. This kid wants a song. I'll give him the worst song ever. Uh, yeah, um, so I would say you guys letting him tag along and singing him a song and stuff, I'd consider that to be, like, a good act. So I'm going to introduce a little mechanic while we're down here. So right. roll a D8 for me, Zaldwin. Ooh, I got a two. Okay, so you gain advantage. Everyone in the party gains advantage on cantrips that deal any damage until the end of your next long rest, and they cause you to heal for 1d6 damage. So any cantrip that has a spell attack roll, you have advantage on that. And you see this like light energy as you're singing... And Grognar is just kind of skipping along. He looks so happy. Like, you know what I mean? He's been bored and alone. And this, like, light energy, like, starts to swirl around you and then just kind of melds into you. And you feel this, like, slight bit of, uh, you know, boosted power. Oh, damn. And, um, Y'all yeah. Sing- in, this wor- in this place that we're at, uh, singing feels real good. <laughs> I never took myself for a stageman. 
you know, backstage kind of person. Gross. Okay, so um, you guys uh, set off to walking. Uh, as you get a little bit down the way, uh, you see a shadow kind of fly overhead, and it casts a, like a long shadow over you. And anyone who were to look up, you would see this raven-esque Aarakocra. Uh, he lands in front of you. He has these like steampunk-looking goggles pushed up on his forehead and a top hat. And he's flanked by a very large vulture-looking Aarakocra. And then two others that look a little bit more like hawks. Uh, he lands in front of you. He says, well, look what we have here. A band of adventurers, all alone on the road to Middleton. Where? Where are they? We'll help you. Beat them up and rob them. Yeah. Oh, I think you misunderstand our situation here. Now, how about we say all of the coin, anything of value you have, or your life? Wait, do we have coin now? What's coin? What is coin? We have have coin. You do have 1,500 gold. Or that you could have used to trade for spell components. We did say that. I mean, I think the only thing that I really have of use is this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I cast uh, Raul Thim's Psychic Lance. Um, Give me a deception check, and I will decide if you get a surprise round or not there, Austin. Nice. All right. I'm going to this. That's awesome. Is this? That's an 18 on perception. Nice. <laughs> and I love that spell. I think you mean deception. It looks awesome. I don't know and how you got the, the best spell in this entire game now, now that I know what it is, is the fact that Jim's magic missile, old, honest Jim's magic missile is the greatest Oh, I do like ever. Jim's magic missile. I forgot about that one. I That was that got introduced in, what book was it? What is it? It's a... Uh, Wait, Jim's magic missile? Yeah, Jim's yeah, magic it's, missile from it's Acquisitions Incorporated. It's all you have to it's, make an attack roll. It it should be in absurdism. It's like the absurdism spell, which I think is great. But it is an old honest Jim's magic missile. It costs money <laughs> to use it. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay. Anyway, so sorry. Roll initiative, guys. I got a nineteen. I'm uh, so ready. 17. To destroy my enemies. Well, you got done fucked up. All right. So um, Austin did succeed in that contested deception to kind of do his uh, right here. And then he casts the Ralthim's Psychic Land. I don't know why. I don't know what this. Did you brew this or is this like literally from It just came out in Fizzbands. All right. Just came out. Brand brand new, baby. Way to Hot fuck with me, press. guys. Way to fuck with me. Uh, and I'm who excited. are you? Are you casting that the one who is speaking? Yeah, the the, the leader of okay. the crew. You don't agree this yourself. <laughs> well, I just had never heard the name before. No, what, if would, what if we would have showed up with just fart and just <laughs> kill them all? <laughs> we just showed up with a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of fucking homebrew spells just to be asshole. <laughs> just to piss you off. Um. <laughs> Okay, so that strikes, uh, and he's like, oh, oh, how, how dare you? And it takes the full fucking 36 damage from it. Uh, you don't know its name, but that doesn't matter. Okay, sorry, I'm reading the spell here. 
and is incapacitated until the start of your next turn. Yep. Your next turn. Yep. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> you zap this guy right in the fucking face. And that, TJ, you see, uh, Oliver, you see Zaltuin cast this spell at this guy. And you know it's <laughs> it's fighting time. Oh, hell yeah. Check this out. And I'm going to cast Old Honest Jim's Magic Missile on the the vulture-looking one? Yes, on the vulture-looking one. Straight okay. ahead. Um, and I uh, rolled a one, so all the missiles hit me in the face. Interesting. I don't know what you're talking about. What is this spell? So if any of my missiles, if the damage on any of my missiles rolls a one, I um, they all blow up in my face. So, uh, uh, that first, the first, uh, the first one, uh, blows up in my face. Now I can roll the rest of my damage because it's three missiles. If the attack roll for any missile is one, all the missiles blow up in your face, doing one force damage per missile to you. And you are casting at level one. So So I cast three. You take three. So, uh, yeah. What does that that look like? So I'm like, yeah, check this out. And I flip a coin in the air and then I go, ha! And then missiles shoot from my hand and immediately do a U-curve and hit me in the face. And I fall on my back. <laughs> that did not go as I planned. Okay, so this, uh, the raven one that has like the goggles on is hit by this. And he tries to draw his weapon, but he's just like dizzy from this lance and he takes flight his wings unfurl and he flies up into the air about 30 feet but he's unable to attack because of wait why were you oh all my i rolled one in my damage so all my missiles exploded on me so i take damage you only take one damage per missile though um the damage for magic missile is two d4s each Right, but it says if they blow up in your face... Oh, you just take one. Yeah, yeah. You only take one, so it's not too bad. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, yeah. Cody, I don't know how I missed you. Go ahead and take your turn. Uh, Grundle just starts, like, Super Saiyan powering up, basically, going, Grundle! And he casts Mage Armor, and then starts uh, Blade Singing. Mmm. <laughs> just... Even in a video game, it's just rage. <laughs> I mean, you've never probably seen Grundle move so fluidly. Are you taking right. any movement? He draws his katanas out and starts doing like a crazy like... Whoosh, 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 and he runs up in a really wide U-arc around to this guy over here on the flank. And starts running at him like a little ninja. Yeah, so Grundle with amazing grace and dexterity like like water running through a stream just runs around up to one of the hawk aracocra that is standing on the side with that the other hawk who is not flanked by tiny grundle is going to uh, unfurl his wings he's not going to take flight yet he's going to fly up and attempt to strike oliver he rolls a 13. That definitely hits me. Okay. For 11 damage. 
And I'm down. No. Ah. no. <laughs> I am level 10. And then he is going to fly up the remaining 15 feet. So he kind of swoops in, smacks you, and then takes flight. Are you? Do you have any sort of wep- dagger or anything to take an attack of opportunity? Uh, no. I do okay. not. And with that, Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy is going to look at the first one that was uh, messed up by our opening attack from our good friend. And he's going to cast Scorching Ray. Just basic. And blast him as many times as he can. That's three rays. Those first two of them hit him as he is uh, flying in the sky, still holding his head in pain. Oh, powerful wizards, I see. Yeah. I feel our, our rivalry really starting to form right now. What? Wait, rivalry? Uh, y- y'all think you could take us? Enough to be rivals, I mean. Oh, I always enjoy our banter together. But you know... What? You know without me, your lives are empty. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, give me a perception check, uh, Mr. Guy. All right. Perception 17. Okay, these are not going to have advantage on you. As from this tree behind you, a group of smaller crow-looking Aarakocra start to rain arrows on you. 21, 10 misses, I think. 23, and a crit fail. Nine. So I believe you take nine damage from that salvo. Yes. All right. This big Hulkin vulture, Aarakocra, is going to run up to you, Zaldwin, and he is going to try to grapple you. Ooh, he doesn't quite get his footing, though. He rolls an 11. And I roll a four. (laughs) He grabs you, and he starts to fly up into the air, dragging you. You are now 15 feet in the air with this big, hulking vulture Aarakocra, much larger than his uh, compatriots. And he is going to try to smack you while you are up in the sky. It's an 18 hit. Yep. You take 12 damage, and you are 15 feet in the air as this thing tries to fly you up into... God knows where. And that becomes Cody's turn again. Um, yeah. So Grundle is going to use um Booming Blade. Yeah, you are. I love Booming Blade. So I have to make an attack. <laughs> I put it I put I, I softballed you guys a little easy fight so you could learn all your stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's not easy. This is a contest of champions. Your arch nemesis, who's... That would be 13 plus 4 for my decks. Get anything else for blazing? Are you proficient? Oh, yeah, yeah. Plus 4, so... Plus 8. 21? Yeah, that absolutely hits. And then 5th level, it's an extra D8. <laughs> you got this, Cody. Yeah, yeah. Takes 11 damage... And then as a bonus action, I stab him with my rapier. Or with my katana. With, my with your katana. Uh, yeah, so this thing, 
looks like it's about to start like flying away from you, Cody. And do you kind of want to describe how you just just dissemble this hawk, Aarakocra? So, yeah, Grundle runs at it like scissors style with its with his katanas. He comes at the first one, hits it, and electric static energy explodes off of him. And he tries to take to the skies, and Grundle just does like a Yoda-style backflip and cuts his wings off. And lands on the other side here. Awesome. And makes a yeah, and makes a move at the next guys, but that's the end of my turn. Awesome. Now the um, the raven and the vulture are both flying. The raven is right. thirty feet in the air, and the vulture is fifteen feet in the air, holding a struggling high elf, or not struggling. I don't know. You could just be whatever. Uh, that is your turn, Oliver. All right, let's try this again. Witness. Death! Vitrolic Sphere! And I launch uh, an orb towards this group of volleying little men, and a explosion of acid erupts. Oh my god. Yeah. Does Is it half damage? It's half damage on the initial. Um, if they fail the save, they take another 5d4 at the end of their next turn. Next turn. Even at half damage, that is more than enough. These... Aarakocra are just melting, just falling apart. Their feathers fall, their limbs fall, the tree is burning. <laughs> I am destruction! Screaming. And all four of those are dead. And that goes back to... Why the fuck isn't Austin in initiative? I don't know. I Did he be. click his token? Oh, I might not have clicked my toe. He got tired after the first round and took a nap. He has a 17 initiative, so let me pop you in here. Did you do something in the first turn? He had the surprise round. Yeah, he would have gotten to take two turns that round, though, if he wasn't... If he had... Okay, so... Friggin' noob. God damn it. Cody. Okay, so this is now... The turn of uh, the hawk. I think he's going to swoop you again, uh, Oliver. How dare you. Oh, I have a quarterstaff. I lied. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to swoop down and attempt to smack you again with a a club that he has in his hands. He rolls a seven. Not this time. You fool bird. Are able to step out of the way. He's distracted by his kin melting to death. Yeah. And he swoops back up to 15 feet, so you can take a attack of opportunity with your quarterstaff if you would like. Ah! What? You miss. Why are my arms so weak? You got very little arms. I can't. This is so heavy. What's happening? Now, the beauty of the spell that Zalduin hit the raven with is it says he's incapacitated until the end of your next turn, so he is still incapacitated. Depending where you're at in turn order, you could make him lose two turns, right? Yep. Or, or that's just the that's just from you getting the surprise attack is what that is. So he, uh, yeah, he still seems a little dazed. Uh, he doesn't look like he's able to get himself together enough, and he's just like, "Oh, I feel a rivalry building. <laughs> we are becoming arch nemesises." And that's your turn, Mister Guy. I don't feel like we're gonna be much of a Nemesis, since I'm going to use your friends and just kill you now. 
no, there's definitely some rivalry building here. Mutual respect. Stark energy pours out of Mr. Guy's Mr. Mr. Goy's hands, and he's gonna cast Dance Macumber. Or however that is. Macumbre. Dance Macumbre. Macabre. It's just Macab. Is it Macab? Yeah. I don't know. Dance Macab. And the five dead things are gonna be turned into zombies. Yeah, it is. Whoa. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know... Okay, so one, you have a zombie token that you should be able to just drag out onto the board, and you should be able to control it. I prepped, guys. I'm a DM. Look at me DMing. How do I do this? How do I add the zombie token? It's just in the compendium, like, where your character sheet is. Just Just drag it onto the map. Boom. Oh, you are so crafty, my arch nemesis. Using my own party against me. Yeah, that's messed up, man. That's metal. It's fuck. You know, you're, you have no boundaries. You're willing to do what it takes to win a fight. I appreciate oh, yeah. that. Uh, roll a 1d8, though. Six. Six. Uh, so kind of in the exact opposite way of when Zaldwin was singing to Grognar a darkness kind of swirls around you for a moment and then melds with you. You just feel it in the the pit of your stomach. Uh, Your next nat 20 will be treated as a one or your next nat one will be treated as a 20. So you're under the effect of kind of like an evil power here, dancing with the devil. Dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. Then I'm, I'm seeing how to attack my zombies. Just shift, double click, and it should open the character sheet. Ooh, wait. Can I turn four? I, I didn't look at the difference between zombies and the skeletons. Zombies don't have just a bow. I turn these guys into skeletons by chance instead, or are they officially zombies? Uh, doesn't that depend on whether it's a fresh corpse? No, uh, with the spell, I can choose. I guess Oliver just melted the flesh off of these, which makes this even weirder. Um, yeah, it, it just delete those tokens and drag some skeletons out. How do I delete these tokens? This is my question. You just, just click them like and press delete. Yeah. I can delete them. <laughs> you can delete your own goddamn <laughs> character if you want. No, thank you. Do it, you coward. Skellington. Skellington. And the four in the tree are going to use their short bows. I'm commanding them to attack the guy attacking Oliver. And the zombie. I also command the other. I command the zombie to attack the nearest enemy, which would be the one over by. So he is in this. He is 30 feet in the air. The raven is in the air now. Well, then he is the other one still on the ground. (laughs) He is 15 feet in the air with Zaldwin. Well, he's gonna... It's just gonna shamble over towards that one. Which is over. Closer to the... Between Grundle and Zaldwin. Okay, I know I'm not supposed to do this. I know (laughs) I'm not supposed to do this, like, fucking at me, nerds. But they're Aarakocra zombies and skeletons, so I feel like they can fly. And I'm just gonna go ahead. I didn't want to say, can can my Aarakocra zombie fly? I feel like they can fly! Uh, Fight me, right? right. Can they... they're skeletons. Cool. They don't have feathers. My zombie does. Uh, 
Okay, they don't have muscles either, but they are moving. Yeah, okay. All right. True. Magic flight. True. Exactly. Well, then the air croaker zombie is going to fly at the closest one, which would be the one attacking Grendel. And so then I will make those attacks that zombie is going to attack at him. I guess this is just a slam. Which for 10, I'm guessing that misses. That does miss, yes. All right. And then... Well, wait. I think you have a. Do you have. Let me check incapacitated real quick. Nope. No advantage. Sorry. And then the others use their short bow. Okie doke. The 22 hits, and you're aiming at the one who is hovering over uh, oh. Oliver? Okay. Yep. Yeah, that hits. For 8 damage. Yep. Alright, so that is your bonus action. That's your action. Any movement, Mr. Guy? Uh, he will back up just a couple steps. Okay. Make a... Give me a perception check. Grundle. Alright. Four. Yeah, so the, all four of these attacks are going to happen with advantage as... These uh, other Aarakocra, crow-looking Aarakocra, are going to launch a volley onto you. Now, what is your AC? Because you have mage armor on and your blade singing, so you should be... 22 at the moment. 20 fucking 2. Awesome. 1, 2. That one does hit because it's a crit, so it's 5 damage. 3, 4. So uh, I rolled a 5, a 15, 10, and 1 crit. So one of them in the middle of your uh, sword dance that you are doing is able to get a lucky shot, stick an arrow into you. And that becomes Zaldwin's turn. Uh, Zaldwin is going to, uh, at, like with both his arms kind of bound down by this Aarakocra, um, he's going to make these subtle movements with his hands and uh, he is going to project Tasha's mind whip uh, at the gentleman holding him. Uh, I can lash okay. out at the creature. Uh, must make an intelligent saving throw on a failed save. Takes 3d6 psychic damage and can't make a reaction. Uh, also, it can only make a either a move, an action, or a bonus action next. If you right. Don't save. Uh, and because I am a enchantment wizard, I get to do that twice uh nice with split enchantment so i am also going to target the initial ari kokra that has that i hit with that psychic lance our rival our rival yeah your arch nemesis Mm -hmm. beautiful that's powerful that's awesome Uh, yeah. yeah so the vulture is not super smart he rolls a oh. two. Like, oh, 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 my head. Uh, and your arch nemesis, whose name you definitely know because you bothered to get it, which I'm sure is helping his confidence right now, is not much smarter. He rolls a 14. He also saves. And he, uh, crafty wizards and your mind tricks. You are a worthy adversary. He, he did tell us his name. He didn't tell you his name. Oh. Which I think is funny because he's trying to be your like our tribal and you don't even know his name. Hey, uh, yeah. What what the hell's your name? You or... know who I am. I really don't. <laughs> I am Solrak. Solrak. Okay. And mine shall be the last name you ever hear. Uh. Hey, Grundle. What's your name? Grundle. See, not not the last name. And mine is Solrak. Iman Zaldwin. Solrak. Zaldwin. Solrak. 
Okay. Oh, no! So, here's the thing. I feel like maybe it only gets one of the three. So, with that, he's just going to keep moving. He's going to take you 15 more feet in the air. Great. Which puts you at 30 feet in the air right now. And awesome. he can't attack. That's really all he can do is continue to drag you into the air. Yeah. Uh, and that becomes your turn, Grundle. Hmm. My minions weren't doing full damage. How uh, high up in the air is the these guys? The Raven, uh, Solrak, is 30 feet in the air. They're both 30 feet in the air. Uh, the vulture and the raven are thirty feet in the air. Uh, this one is fifth. The hawk is fifteen feet in the air. So basically, what I want to do, and you'll have to let me know if you'll accept this, is I want to do like again, like a Yoda style super high jump, mm-hmm. and then ultimately, I just want to use Steel Wind Strike once I get within range of all three of them. Jesus, what is the the range is thirty feet? Yeah, yeah. So you will fall a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because you're you're gonna fall twenty feet, so you will fall a little bit. But yeah, go go ahead. All right, three attacks. Three attacks. A melee spell attacks. Rapier, rapier, rapier. Oh no! Is that your? You should have plus nine to your melee spell attack, right? Or what? Um, it says plus eight spell attack bonus. Oh okay. So you rolled four intelligence a, plus four proficiency. So you rolled a four, a six, and a two. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled terribly. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like it looks cool. You don't hit any of them, though. You do, however, you are going to fall 20 feet, so you need to make 2d6 damage. I'm going to rule a cool this since you just teleported around in the air and say that if you can make a DC 15 dex save, you will land super cool and not take the falling damage since this was kind of like a really cool little... Oh, well, you don't, though. Um, you're still getting. You're still getting used to your... You Too know. small. I rolled a 12. That was yeah. totally sick, Grundle, but uh, try to hit him next time. And you take eight damage as you hit the ground. Ouch. And then that becomes your turn, Oliver. Is this uh, Crow Man wearing armor? Let's see what the... That's the hawk. The hawk, the hawk is yeah. has hide armor on. Ooh, um... I'm still gonna do it. I'm gonna try for it. Um, I reach out and grab him, and uh, a burst of electricity explodes from my hand. He's 15 feet in the air. Oh crap! Yeah, he went up in the air. I forgot. It's okay. Flat maps. Yeah. Gotta love them. Actually, never mind. I'm gonna do something way cooler. Nice. I turn to these guys over here, and I launch a fireball! Woo! Yay, he said it. Uh, There's no surviving. I am death! There are squawks and chirps of pain as these things burn to death. Dope. Hell yeah. And they fall from the tree, and you smell chicken. (laughs) We should definitely eat those when we're done. Uh, it's cannibalism. Uh, We've been through this. It's not cannibalism if you're not an Aarakocra or whatever. <laughs> True, they're a bird. I'm Waterman. Do agree? Solrak is like, I like your flexible morals. <laughs> Makes for interesting combat. 
uh, he's gonna. S- I mean, the swooping has been working so far, so he's gonna. The hawk is gonna swoop at you again for 15. Does that hit? Yeah, that's definitely gonna hit me. And that does 13 damage. Bop, and he's gonna fly back up 15 feet in the air. You can get an attack of opportunity with your quarter staff. It's gonna do a whole lot of nothing. Miss. And now, Solrak finally is able to get his sword drawn. Wow. Uh, but he can only do an attack, move, or a bonus action. And he curses your name, Zaldwin Courier. <laughs> he is going to draw a javelin from a quiver on his back. And he is going to hurl a javelin at you, Zaldwin. Bring it, scrub. Roll a one and hit your friend. Ah! And he misses terribly. You're so dexterous and crafty. I'll get you, though. Don't wait. Don't worry. Oh, was that a promise, Cupcake? On my life. (laughs) And then that becomes Mr. Goy's turn. All right. Who is the least damage-looking one? I think it's the one fighting Grundle. Mm-hmm. Certainly. You'll use your most powerful spells on me, your arch nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, uh, uh, Goy's going to command his legion to attack their, continue their attacks, so this time it will be less oh God. It's a difference when I have the actual bonuses they're supposed to have on them. Does Dance Macabre give the same bonuses as Animate Dead? Yeah. Are you fucking sure? I don't think that's true. We gains a bonus equal to your Jesus Christ. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's an 18... <laughs> 22 and a 21. That is stupid strong. The, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. The, the second attack kills the, um, the hawk that is, has been swooping on Oliver. Yay. So you've got a 22 and a 21 there that you can direct where you please. Well, they're just going to attack the next closest thing because I told them to attack the Closest target, so they're attacking the one that's attacking Zelda. Okay, and that does 30 damage. What the Hell yeah, fuck? dude. Yeah, you <laughs> just did Mr. 30, 40, 50, 60, 60 damage with a bonus action. With a bonus action. Uh, but that's not over. Then the other one's going to slam. It's a slam attack against the one that's... Oh, but that guy's flying up here. So is mine. <laughs> what? Oh, I forgot. I didn't know this was going to happen when I gave you that ability. (laughs) I regret this. Holy shit, that's a crit, too. 32 to hit. Yeah, you slam into Solrak, and he falters for a moment. All right, so that's for 15. Yeah. And then Mr. Guy's going to just look at him, and he's going to be like, well, let's just do this, and he's going to... Snap his fingers, and a sound of a bell just goes out, and he's just going to cast Toll the Dead. Okay. Now, do you have a, a cantrip that has an attack roll? What? Um, maybe. Firebolt. Yeah, Firebolt. Right across. Yeah, just remember that right now, because of your good action that you guys did, you have advantage yeah. on cantrips, and they heal you if they hit. Oh, yeah. I, I actually did forget about that. I'll let you retcon it if you want. I mean... Good. Well, actually, I forgot to set that up anyway. So, yeah, I'll just firebolt. Need actually go back and adjust those. Firebolt. 
But that is a nat 20. No, you have advantage. It's a 16. Oh, but uh, but I would st- <laughs> it would still be a, a nat 20. You have advantage. But as that's a nat 1, it, that's automatically the nat 20. So mm, it would be the... But you wouldn't... Okay. I don't know how I feel about how that interacts with advantage. Okay. I mean, it hits anyways. So if you want to waste your curse on this, let's do it. I mean, I was just, I just thought that's how it would work. <laughs> I don't know how that would play out, okay? Sorry. So I heal just, your, heal your 1d6. Just, just do the 16 against him for the. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the vulture takes 10 damage. He's looking pretty hurt. Did the same damage <laughs> with both the spells. <laughs> you healed 1d6, though. I did, though. Oh, right. Okay. Healed for two. Healed for two. Goblins are... Not goblins. The crow Aarakocra are dead. That becomes your turn, Zaldwin. Uh, I'm gonna kind of squirm around in this Aarakocra's arms. I'm like 30 feet in the air, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna ask, hey, do you want to go somewhere with me? It looks at you. I would go to hell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you're willing to go to hell with me? No, you'll go to hell. Okay, well let's let's try to go there together. Uh, and I'm going to Dimension Door. Uh, if he's not gonna be willing to come with me, then I'm just gonna dip out. But I'm yeah. really hoping that he'd be willing to come with me. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh dip. Uh, I'm going to teleport right next to uh, Brundle. Okay. He looks down at his arms. He's like, what? Yeah. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Tricky wizard. Uh, Okay. Any bonus action or anything? Uh, I don't. This is the thing about being a wizard and never having been a wizard before. I don't think I have any bonus action bullshit. Okay. You didn't take Misty Step? And he is going to... He's going to come back for you. He's a big, dumb dude. You just got away from him. I think he's going to swoop back down the 30 feet, and he is going to try to grapple you. He rolled a six. God damn, dude. Roll your dice. He rolled a six. I rolled a 19. (laughs) I'm the strongest wizard. I think that guy's trying to hug you, bro. Get off, pal. Consent, (laughs) dude. Come on. And with that, uh, it is your turn, Grundle, and the vulture is, excuse me, and the vulture is uh, only flying like a couple feet in the air, so he's right next to you. Mm. Yeah, Grundle runs along, like, beside him and kind of does drags his electrically charged blade. So plus eight, 22 for 2 eight damage. 13 damage for electric damage. And then another katana as a bonus action. A 19 for 6 I don't, damage. I don't think you're doing a booming blade right. No? It's... So you're 10th level. So you do 1d8 and then you do your um, weapons... You do your weapon attack too. Oh, uh, so it's... So okay, you should have a one. modifier to your... Yeah. Weapon damage, like a finesse weapon, right? What are you using? Right, yeah. So it's a rapier, technically, but it's a katana. 
So it's uh, that would be five extra damage for my weapon attack then. So it would be 13 for the electric and then five for the weapon. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm doing that wrong. Well, it does 1d8. <laughs> Sorry. It does 1d8 thunder damage plus weapon damage. And then if he moves before the end of his next turn, then he takes an additional 2d8 damage. Hmm, I see. Got it. All that aside, that's enough. Uh, this thing falls, crumples to the ground. The the booming energy is kind of still like sheathing around its limp body as you slice through this thing. Hey, thanks, buddy. And then that becomes your turn. <sighs> Ultimate cosmic power! And I fire a lightning bolt. Jesus. Because I try to destroy the entire landscape around me as I destroy things. Is that in a line? Yes. Make a dex save for your zombie there. I think 33 damage kills it then. Be 33 plus 5. 33 plus 5. I do an extra 5 damage with my evocation spells. He deleted my zombie. It just kind of blasts apart into chart bits. Yep. Alright, anything else, Oliver? No, that's it. Okay. And with that, he is going to fly straight up 60 feet. He's going to dash. And as he dashes away from you, he is just going to shout down, uh, You may have bested me this time, but we will meet again. And the conclusion of this rivalry will shake the very foundations of Earth. What was his name again? <laughs> you, you know my name. I really don't. Curse you, whatever your name was. <laughs> his name was Solrak. Are you guys going to make any attempt to stop him? Uh, yeah, so he flew 60 feet total, or he yes. flew 60 feet and then dashed for another 60 feet? How much was he that? was 30 feet in the air, and then he flew 30 more feet, and then he dashed for 30 more feet. So he's 90 feet in the air right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do believe he is within fireball range. 150 feet from you. My skeletons are also going to fly after him, chase him down, or okay. just run after him and attack. Because they have 80 to 320 feet, so they could chase that down. If somebody's incapacitated and they're flying, do they fall? No, so incapacitated... You can't take any actions or reactions, but your move speed remains the same. Yeah, you got to hit him with that rhyme binding ice. Drop his ass. Well, they're not going to catch him because they both have the same speed. Oh, wait. What's the what's the, um, what's the the range in your shirt, Bo? 80 to 320. Okay. So those are all made with disadvantage. Yeah, but he's rolling like a fucking monster over here. 24, 20, 15, and 25. Okay, so 17, 16, those all hit, 15, 63 and another, another 16. Oh, 64. My god, those guys are fucking strong. Okay, so are you going to send those after him? Is that how you guys are doing this? Yeah, I'm just sending my things after him. Okay, so let me do some math here. Okay, so next turn... Can they get too far away from... Yeah, next turn they're going to be too far away. But you can't 
command them indefinitely to go in a different direction. So there's a chance you could kill him on the next turn. Um, you could dash. But af- after that, they'll be too far away for you to issue a- issue the command. I mean, so, I could dash after. Well, he's going, he's going in the air. He's trying oh, to fly he away from you. Continuing to fly straight up? Is it that what he's doing? Well, he's going. I mean, I'm sure at what, some point he's going to fly up and over. But I mean, you're nowhere near. He's 90 feet, 35 feet. I mean, he's 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 rocketing into the sky. He's going to go another 60 feet away from you. So basically, you can command your creatures while they're still within your range because they're 60 feet in the air right now, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were to move under them, you could basically command them to move and attack one more time, but then they'd be out of your range to command again. There's a chance that you can kill him. He has 76 health. So go ahead and make your four attacks, and then we'll see if he gets away or not. Well, I, I, I could do something fun as well. Okay, what you got? Animate nope. dead. And I'm going to turn one of the other dudes into a zombie. And he's That takes to... a minute to cast. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Never mind. That's right. Um, Dang but, it. Uh, I do believe that I can make him. Well, all right, I'll just run underneath them and command my guys to continue to attack. Okay, Zaldwin says he's got something too, so he is 150 feet away right now. Yeah, I uh, flip a little piece of sulfur in my hand and I'm gonna blast a Rooney with a level 5 fireball. What's the range on fireball? 150 feet? Oh my god. Perfect. Oh my god. That is... Let's see... So he, he's like, he's like uh, monologuing while he flies away too. Like he thinks he's gotten away from you. So he's like going on and on through this monologue as you shoot this at him. Uh, so let's see. He's got plus two to dex. Oh, he crits. Oh man. So he does save. So he takes half damage. Half of 34. Oh yeah. It is 34 because it's a higher level cast. Wait, why 34, because it's 7 from the higher level cast, and then 27 from the normal cast. So, he has 59 health, Mr. Guy. Alright, and let's see these skeletons. Do your work. 24, 16, 23, and 16. 24. The 15 misses. So let's. Oh, that is a 15. I was looking at the 16 that was added. You're okay. So, 12. 24, a 17. 16, he has 17. Wait, no. No, yeah, he has 17 easy. So he's still going on his turn. He's going to be another 60 feet. He has 210 feet. Does anyone have anything that they can do about that? He's very hurt. Anybody else have fireball? Am I the only one fireballing? Uh, I'm over it. I mean, they're both to max range 320. What? If that nerd comes back, he'll die. This is how big bad guys are made, right? This is why we let Jaden hang around, is because if we just kicked him off the edge of the ship, he'd turn into a big bad guy and kill us all. Nah, I'm offended. Unlimited cosmic energy, bro. He'd get I mean, some they're... crazy space radiation and just murder us all. <laughs> I'm so offended. Do we really want him dead? I don't care. I mean, he is technically not real as well, as far as we understand. What? So that's your that's your arch nemesis. No. Uh, no. There is now. Not so much. That's your greatest enemy. I mean, he thinks that. 
He's the greatest enemy we've fought today. That's really disappointing if he is. Yeah, I don't even think he attacked you once, honestly. I mean, not very good. I think he threw a javelin at you and yeah. Tried, yeah. How, how far is he away from the skeletons and at the max range from me? Say that again? How far are they uh, is he away from the skeletons at you know my max range if they're listening command? So if they had to fly back down. Oh, well, well you I, can't you can't issue them a command to fly back to you though. Yeah. They'll just be at their max limit, right? Just well, you so so you commanded them to fly and then shoot, right? So they're out of your range right now. So right, how I are you? You can't them command them to attack. Yeah. No, they had to move. This is true. They had to move to attack, right? Now, uh, how does that work? Is there just gonna be a raining bones happening now? Or? Yeah, at the, I mean, at the end of an hour, there's just gonna be four corpses that fall, unless he can get up there to command them to come back down. I didn't know if, like, if they hit the range of the spell, they just collapsed, or if they were on, like, a leash. It doesn't say that. It says that they just, you can only issue commands to them at 60 feet, and then once the duration of the spell is over, they become inanimate again. Oh. To receive a command, a creature must be, yeah. I shouldn't have given him wings, because now... Pippin's over there, man. Like, well, those the thirty or twenty feet. Yeah, all those nerds are gonna at you and be like, "Do you see? Do you see? This is why you don't give them wings." Yeah, <laughs> right. Wings are always like the thing that gets with DMs too. Never give your players wings. Usually, we we should say don't add us, but quite frankly, if you add us, it'll just be better for the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please add us. All right, add if, us, if, if add that's us. all I can. If I can't, I mean, I, I don't want to waste another fireball. I mean, send a fireball. Well, he's he's too far away anyways, and he's cackling and mocking you. I think I could get him, but it's yeah. risky. I mean, what are the chances that he's going to even, like, remember us? I mean, I could like, summon a dragon, but, like, why? I mean... You can summon a dragon? We, I totally can summon a dragon. We did oh. just murder all of his friends. Yeah, we did do that. And then we brought them back to life to help murder him. So. Speaking of which, Mr. Guy's going to start uh, actually casting Animate Dead now. Okay. <laughs> oh, now I see all the zombies everywhere and skeletons. Oh, so we're just going to roll into town with a bunch of skeletons. All right, they, can, well, they can stay on the outside outskirts of town. All right, well, uh, they're... The, not to be meta here, but the the range is significantly lower. I can leave them in a bush. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Are you are you good guys? Yeah, we yeah, were just being yeah, robbed and we saved you. Yeah. But, I mean, they were trying to rob us. I mean, good, bad. Uh, it depends on where you are. Casting. There ain't no good guys. There ain't no bad guys. There's just you and me. Yeah, I'm gonna punch you. You like songs, right, kid? Zaldwin punches Grundle in the throat. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. why'd you do that? So oh. you sound normal. Yeah, I just swallowed something. I had oh. something in my mouth. Oh, yeah. What is that? Is that a rock? Did you try to oh. eat a rock when we came here? I don't remember doing that. Ugh. <coughs> <laughs> it's got like a little little eyeball shape on it. Yeah, it does. Right. 
Zalon chucks the rock into the forest. <laughs> that was my rock. Remember when Grendel slept under a rock? Um, so as you guys, so you have a little friend now. Is that correct, Mr. Guy? I have three friends. I cast that as a fourth level spell. Uh, I start shooting them with my cantrips for fun. <laughs> Are you healing um, yourself up by doing that? <laughs> okay. Are they skeletons or zombies? They're skeletons. Okay. It is anime dead. Skeletons. Yep. So just... I guess one can be... Uh, two skeletons, one zombie. Okay. You gonna gonna manage your fucking tokens there? You lazy oh. piece of shit. I got you. I didn't okay. know if you were gonna stay there got for an him. hour. I was about to add them in. Got him. Um. Okay. We waited an hour. We wait for the skeleton. The bones. One zombie. One ghost. One oh. ghoul. Are we gonna? Should we name them? They probably already had names in their life. Billy. Oh. Maybe they have ID Carl. cards. Billy. Okay, Billy. He Carl. taps the zombie on the head. Okay, Carl. Uh, Nivets. Nivets. Oh, I like that name. What about Grondel? That, that's your name, bud. Oh. It might get confusing. Uh, Mordecai. Right. Well, there's only three of them. There's only yep. three. The other four are well, going to fall yeah. in about an hour, so. <laughs> um, Don't worry about them. Okay, so if you guys were to continue, you would eventually come to a dirt path. Uh, that would be between the forest. The forest is absolutely beautiful. The weather is absolutely wonderful. It's just the right amount of warm and breezy. The sun kind of takes turns hiding behind the trees and warming your face while you walk down this path. Uh, eventually, you come to some farms that seem to surround a quaint little town. Uh, Middleton is mostly buildings that are made of wood. There's a stone well in the very middle, and there's a church on the outskirts, uh, which is the tallest building. It has a steeple with a large cog on the top, and people are kind of milling about with carts. It's pretty low-key. There are a couple of ships docked at the far side of town on the north. This river, in quotes, seems huge. You You cannot see to the other side. It appears to be more like a sea. Uh, in the distance, you see dark clouds that are like flashing with lightning occasionally, as far as the eye can see across this water. Uh, as you clear the tree line, you see this, you see in this the distance, this massive kind of shimmering purple pinkish barrier that just seems to be like radiating energy. Uh, and that is to the east of Middleton. And then to the west, it's just river, 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 river. So... You're um, approaching the town, and just to summarize, to the north is water, to the east and south is forest, and to the west is that big shimmering kind of barrier. Uh, And you can give me a religion. Wait, is religion in 5e? Yeah. Yeah. You can give me a religion check Um, on the church. Uh, That's a 12 for Zal. Before we leave, uh, Mr. Goy was going to grab a charred arm from one of the Aarakocra guys. But other than that, he rolled a 24 on the religion check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and noted on the uh, body part. I think Grognar would probably like look over his shoulder and be like, You, you said you're a good guy, right? Oh, yeah. He's a doctor. Yeah. Oh. Could, could we have like got, like patted down the bodies and stuff? 
Like, yeah, there, sure. Is Absolutely. there anything to kind of search there? I feel like we would have been like, okay, we're in this world. Like, I have a pen and a pocket knife. Yeah. Like, I need more than this. Well, if we wait an hour, we can get what's up, whatever was left on the other guys. <laughs> Let's see here. Those, those, those four guys kind of have their gear still up in the air. It'll probably be kind of generous since this is all temporary. <laughs> There are two potions of healing, one potion of climbing, 1,900 gold pieces, oh my Lord. and uh, 100 gold pieces worth of diamonds. Ooh. Yeah, I don't, who even, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing your inventory, just for the record, so you guys gotta. I, I guess I can, yeah. so, unless Zaldwin wants to. I'm, I'm the designated treasurer when... I guess Mr. Goy will hold on to potions then. <laughs> yeah. So, two potions of healing. Yeah. I yep, feel like I'm still taking all the damage, even though we're wizards now. Maybe I sold <laughs> the potions. I was about to say, should we? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just take a short rest? I mean, we're in town. or Now we're in town. This, this, I imagine this conversation is happening as we're walking back to town. I'm like... Well, yeah, let's let's get a nice knot's rest, I guess. And we should be fine as long as we don't scrap with anybody in town. Well, be good, right? Let me hide my skeletons. And Mr. Goy is going to find a big cluster of brush on the outskirts of town and tell them to lay down and hide in the brush. And what if somebody finds these? Just lying well, around. Hopefully they don't attack them. That would be hilarious. Oh, so so you you're just hiding skeletons in the bushes? Do you have a better place for me to hide them? Well, no. Is this like something doctors do? Um, I mean, lots of times he hides them in his bedroom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Medical experiments. Oh, interesting. Uh, Mister Guy, you recognize the church steeple as a symbol of Gond, oh. who is the god, uh, kind of like one of the. He stand out in that um, the Artificers Guild have kind of claimed him still over the Ever and All host. Um, and they still kind of like worship him in uh, in place of the uh, church who worships the Ever and All host. The Ever and All host also worship Gond, but uh, the Artificers Guild do not like that they kind of claim him. But they tend to claim um, like all gods, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they worship Gond here. Mm. Hey, uh, what's uh that that big pink barrier kid? Is that the uh what would you call it? You called it the, uh, dream, the dream scar. scar. Is that what that is? Oh <laughs> yeah, that's that's the dream scar. You don't want to touch that; scar. it'll drive you mad. Okay. It drove uh, cylindrical mad. Okay, yes. Yeah, Who's cylindri- that? Cylindrical. Uh, Cyl- <laughs> no, I, he he was the king's friend for a long time. He's a big, big red dragon. And he's crazy now, and he destroys stuff and kills stuff, and he's not good anymore. Oh, that, that sucks ass. Um, he giggles. Did he... Can you tell me anything about him before he touched the big old pinky, gushy thing? Solendra? Yeah. Well, he was friends with the king. They were very yeah, close friends. That. Yeah. Uh... And I think they probably, like, did adventures together and, like, took care of everybody and took care of, like, the realm. And 
I don't know, I guess they just kind of got bored and Slenderol flew too close to the scar for, for whatever reason and now they're not friends anymore. When did the scar show up? Oh gosh, I mean, that's always been there. Hey, y'all, I, I think those are the two we're looking for, right? I mean, that sounds like an MO. Right. Does seem like a good lead. Sounds like our King Thorin hanging out. Yeah. Brought There's a friend people in at the here. club kept calling him a king. Yeah. Well, are we sure he's not actually the the dragon that went crazy? No, no. I, I, I mean, why would you? I mean, maybe. I mean, there's only one free way that we can figure it out is go and like talk to the king, right? Yeah. See who that is, but. Like or if the dragon time. starts to calling us fucking assholes and telling us to kill ourselves, then he's a simulation. What? Oh, see, uh, if we ask somebody and they tell us to get fucking well, that's yeah, that's what eat Thor shit and die, be. then we're I feel like if he's in the form in. of a dragon, he'll probably still be. Yeah, guy. give give me an insight check, there, Zelen. Insight crit 26. Yeah, with a 26, I'm going to save you a little bit of uh, red herring there. People going crazy when they learn that they're in a simulation or when you've convinced them they're in a simulation or whatever that looks like. You don't have any reason to believe that that wouldn't happen to both a person who was in the simulation and a simulation. Like they're essentially made of the same stuff, right? Yeah, they're all they're all data. So the, the instructions that you were given was not to try to convince anyone that they were in a simulation. Yeah. Mm. So with that, I, I'm i not sure that Cylindril is either, like, flesh being or not flesh being. Like, I, I cannot deduce that. Uh, just, just because it would be impossible without having talked to or seen or anything. No, there's no, there's no clues there either way. Okay. But I do, I just did want to save you the idea that they would go crazy if they were a simulation or weren't a simulation. There's nothing, yeah. nothing specific to that. All right, kid. Well, what else is there to do? What's in a town? simulation? Oh, it's nothing. I'll tell you when you're older. Uh, what's, what's going on in town? Oh, I don't know. I've never been here. Wait, where, wait, what, where have you been? The forest? You've just been in the, you've never been here. Here? Yeah. No. I can't walk all the way down the path if bandits attack me. I'm not strong enough. So you just hang out in that one spot in the forest? Well, no, now I'm here. Oh my god, this is impossible. So where are your parents? Well, my dad calls me Grognar the Lazy. I don't like that very much. I don't know where they're at, though. Great. Okay. Perfect. Beautiful. You know, this is this is what happens when you get into, you know, into the thick of things. You're I don't know like, what you mean. I don't know what I mean either. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Am I am I doing something wrong, Zaldwin? No, it's just feeling run, real uneasy about this whole thing. You seem so frustrated with me. Did I say something wrong? It, see, I just we all come from somewhere, and it seems like you came from nowhere, and now you're here, and that uh, weirds me uh, out. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, we don't know you, man. Where'd you come from? I don't know. Okay. Well, where are your parents? Uh, my I don't know. Parents like, are I in, know them. in a different town. We are friends. You are not my friend. We all you came from a different town. Random We're all here kid. now. I mean, I don't see the problem. 
we're on our way of being friends, maybe. But no, wait. I mean, talk, speak for yourself. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Well, shall we uh, try to find some clues instead of berating this child? Well, this child what? is the guy. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I mean, that's a really dumb thing to be if you're in your own simulation when you can be this. Yeah, I put a dragon. Did you just call me dumb? No, no. We're saying that the overall that you're a weak child type thing. Hey, Grundle said I was good with the sword. Yeah, we're just saying that if you were like some secret deity or a demon or something, you probably would have, you know, killed us by now or something. Why would I kill you? I don't know, but like a demon or deity might want to kill us. So there's oh no God. reason for us to not trust you up to this point. That's all we're oh, saying. Okay. We're used to a lot of big, freaky things happening to us. Okay. We're conditioned towards violence. Oh, so, so you're not good guys. I mean, we're good. Depends on who you ask. Oh, yeah. that's usually what bad people say. <laughs> I mean, we were just saved your life. We're more like anti-heroes. Oh, okay. You know, kind of yeah, like that. That is a good uh, explanation of what we are. Anti-heroes, I would say. Awesome. We end up on the side of good more often than not, but mostly for self-gain. Yeah. No, like uh, like Vegeta from Wormling Orb. What? <laughs> sure. Ve- Vegeta <laughs> from Wormling Orb. Oh my God. Yeah, just like that. Or like... You haven't seen Wormling Orb? No. Oh, it's so good. I that I have. It's so good. Is that like a play in town or something? I uh, know it's like a it's like a comic. Oh, shit. Have you ever read I'm the comic sure. book The Penalizer? <laughs> <laughs> that- <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> is that one of those? Is that one of those dirty comics? Yeah, he used to be a male porn star, but then all of his male porn star friends got killed by the mafia, and then he went on a shooting rampage. Oh, okay, the penalizer. But, yeah, consider- he cleaned up the streets though, because <laughs> he's an antihero. Yeah, with, with one of those little grabby claws, he picked up all the cigarette butts and <laughs> cleaned those streets he did up do real that good. In one of the editions. Yeah. So do a bunch of like. You know, like borderline Nazis, like revere him for some reason. Yeah, it's really strange. I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really, <laughs> really anti. It, it, it's antithetical, really, to the yeah. intent of the comic. Like if yeah. the penalizer was here, he would probably penalize them. Yeah. Okay. I, the more you say that word, the less I like it. It's weird. <laughs> I like it more. It's strange. All right, so we got the uh, the Church of Gond here, the big cog place. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We got some ships to the north. Boats. Put that put that penalizer comic away, Brundle. <laughs> well, I want to see it. <laughs> no, you're not old enough. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop thinking about it now that I've been talking about it. It's a problem I have. Alright, so, I mean, I guess we gotta start talking to people. Okay. Uh, so there, there's the big church, there's the ships to the north, there's the big fucking, like, river, there's the mm-hmm. dream scar. 
very close to the village. No, the Dream Scar is pretty far off to the east, away from Middleton. Like a day's travel? Or like a month's travel? Not a month. Um, probably probably, probably a couple days. Like, you can see it because of the size of it. Like, it goes, yeah. it goes as high as you can see and as far as you can see on the east. Um, but it doesn't look... It looks like it's at least a few days away. I mean, the church seems significant. I say we kind of head that way, I suppose. So. All right. Well. All right. Let's poke okay. around. Let's see if we can't get more information on how to get to the king. I mean, kid, do you know where the king is? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. You know where it is, but you've never mm-hmm. been there. Okay. Uh, where is the king? I showed you. I drew a map. You want me to draw it again? Uh, see, I drew it, and then I, I lost it. You want me to draw it again? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, you have to be nice to me, then. Okay. Deal? <sighs> well, you're pretty nice, but he... I don't know. He's He seems suspicious of me, and I... You know what? I just found the, the piece of paper. Um, It's okay. wrong, though, so let me... <laughs> what is this exactly? That's the dream scar. That's the vagina. Okay. So the the world vag is over here. The river is here, and then we're just gonna turn. Whoops. Looks like a wonky banana peel. We're just gonna turn everything since the way I described it was as north. Um, let me see. Hold on one second. I guess I could have drawn this before. I didn't know that you were gonna struggle so much with this map here. Draw, draw, draw. So here's the river, and then here's the castle. Across the river. So forest, Middleton, river, castle. He draws it for you again. The dream scar is to the east. Across the sea is the castle, and you are currently in Middleton. Okay, this all starts to make a bit more sense. Yeah, all the right. king's in the castle. Okay. Um, should we all go and try to figure out how to get across the river first, or should we spend some time in town kind of suiting up and getting ready? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, uh, well, I mean, we could see what, we might find any kind of information in town. They might have a request for us, since we're, as the boy put it, adventurers. We're not yeah. adventurers. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are an adventure girl. Yeah, just like Vegeta and the penal penalizer. A penalizer, please. Put some respect on the name. Yeah, he was a serviceman. Yeah, okay, we can go to the town, but I'm telling you right now, indiscriminate murder is not off the table for me. <sighs> okay, so yeah, as so you guys go into town, I guess I would describe this place as. Like, you're getting kind of, as you get deeper and deeper into the uh, different layers of the simulation here, like, this one just seems, like, a lot, like, less complex. Like, people seem to not be, like, paying as much attention to you. They're not really reacting to you. They all seem to be kind of, like, minding their own business, uh, milling around, you know, like, kind of an outdoor market where people are trading, like, different cabbages and grains and things like that. There are a couple animals, uh, cows and goats and such. Uh, No one really says much to you um it just feels like it just feels a little off like that like deja vu feeling almost you know what i mean like everyone seems to have like kind of the same like 
ticks and they all look like almost like a little similar. Um, and you know, whenever there's like two people walking, they're like are walking like perfectly in stride with each other. So it's just a it's just a little a little unsettling. All the guards have the same voice. <laughs> right. I used to be an adventurer like you. Till I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah, so what are you guys doing? Um, I mean, the temple seems like the most pointed thing. um, Yeah, I mean, the points of interest... Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, especially considering that we visited the Hall of Wonders just before this, they have the registry that holds the, the planet. I'm guessing that Thorin is a believer in Gond, and that's why it's implanted here. So there had to have been some sort of, like, touch put here from him. So that's that's where I want to start heading to. But I do know okay. that, like, procuring a ship is probably going to be important as well. Sure. Yeah, so you approach the, uh, the Temple of Gond. Uh, inside, there are um, two kind of roaring stone forges that flank both of the entrances. Uh, the coals are hot and there are people kind of uh, banging on anvils and creating. There are several pews that line up to this semicircle podium. Uh, and as you enter, a a dwarf uh, does approach you and he is wearing a, um, like a blacksmith's apron. And he's just, welcome, welcome to the temple. Uh, travelers, I see, adventurers. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, what's your name, pal? Oh, my name's Darian. Darian. Uh, we're kind of new in town. I was wondering I see that. if you had any uh, any leads on someone that we're trying to find. Oh, uh, perhaps. Who are you looking for? Uh, I'm going to risk it and say that Thorum seems like someone who is very, uh, let's just, just say, like, arrogant. Um, and I'm... I'm gonna try handing him the like sketch of Thorum that I made earlier. He looks at it. Um, I mean, it's it's a good drawing for sure. Um, uh, I don't recognize the face though. All right. What's uh, the name? Thorum. Hmm. No, don't know any Thorums. Uh, listen, you you have any uh, other adventurers coming through here? Kind of powerful looking folks. No. I mean, not for years and years and years. It's probably been, oh, I don't know, 100, 200 since the king came through. Mm. Wait, who's the current king? Oh, I guess I don't know. He's just the king. It's just the king. The king. And he so, came through hundreds of years ago? Oh, I I would have been, you know, a, a little younger. Back a little less creaky, but I have met the king and Solenderell. Back before, you know, the dream scar and all. Well, not before the dream. Before the before she was driven mad by the dream scar. She. Is a she, yeah. And so the king was an adventurer long ago? Well, I suppose. Do you uh, know what the king looks like? Could you describe him? No, he's always wearing the wearing the, that golden helmet of his. Golden helmet? Oh, I he's got a quite a fine helmet. He's quite a craftsman. Uh, f- forged it, forged it himself. Legend has it. Uh, but yeah, never never seen his face. I imagine he's got some gnarly scars or something. Huh. 
okay. Wow. Uh, you ever see this? And Zaldwin is going to draw uh, the best rendition of the puzzle cube that he can. No. Okay. No, nope. Not familiar. So, uh, okay. Uh, enough about us. Uh, what's been going on around town? What's the? Uh, he looks the so. He he looks just like this thousand yard stare off to the side. It's like you know what? Nothing. I guess nothing. It doesn't seem like anything happens in town. And he seems like kind of deep in thought about that for a moment, and then just snaps out of it. It's like, yeah, I, I wish I had something to tell you, but not much really happens around Middleton. Is there a? This might be a weird question. Is there an Upperton and a Lowerton? He has just a, a hearty belly laugh, and he's like, "Oh, okay, okay, we get it. It's a, it's a silly name, but no, no, no. There's not. Uh, there's not. Okay. That's a good one, though." I, I, it wasn't meant to be a joke, but I'm glad you found it humorous. Uh, I've been trying not to do too much math since I've been here. What? I feel like math math could be very powerful, and so I was hoping that there was three, but if there's more, that's three towns. I don't know. Don't want to count too high. Yeah, I guess I only really know of Middleton, and of course across the river there's the, the castle. I've never been across the river myself, but who knows what else is out there, yeah? Yeah. Well, it was nice meeting you. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Foot, can I ask what you're looking for in town? Probably, probably some rest. Uh, maybe some equipment. Uh, mostly information, quite frankly. Looking for your, your friend Thorm here. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well, uh, absolutely. We've got a, got a small inn, tavern. And uh, anything you need could be in the market. If you need anything made of metal, you're going to want to get it here. Uh, it's where the, the, the good stuff is crafted, but We're best of luck in your search. Oh, right. I mean, I'm just because I... Uh, it, it, takes, it takes intelligence to craft things also. Oh, yeah. No, that's not what I meant. I just meant, like, we most... Well, maybe the little one. But the rest of us probably won't need any armaments for the most part. More new oh, right. components for our machinations of destruction. Oh, okay. Man, Oliver, you are really digging this magic shit, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. All right. Um, so you guys are... Are you putting up for the night? Or are you going to do some shopping or what? Do you think they have a magic sword? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's 1,500 gold for a plus one item, right? Oh, that's too much for my blood. Yeah, we did just make nineteen hundred dollars. Yeah, give me that money. Well, you all had no. You, you I need all components. Fifteen hundred dollar. You all had fifteen hundred gold. Oh, just from spawning, and then you found nineteen hundred gold. Yeah. Well, if we split okay. it three ways, I could afford it. Then. Darn it! They don't have them. Five E one where it's like a tarp you could lay on. It's like a holding container. What it was called. Um. I, I feel like Zaldwin is gonna try to lean in and asks if there's any quests. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, adventurers need quests to be adventurers. No, yeah. I, I feel like I feel strangely obligated to give you a quest, but it's just there's just nothing. He kind of looks off again. He's like, there's just just nothing's happened. Everything's just normal. I mean, I'd say the the dragon. I, I'm sure. I'm sure the, the the king would have 
the amount of gold it would require to to calm Selenderil down, but she she's never come this far, and I don't know. I don't have anything for you. I wish I did. Maybe we can be the bad guys. Maybe <laughs> we have to be the bad guys. I mean, we don't have to be anything. I'm, I'm, but if like if we have trouble getting into the castle, would be a way to lure them out. Oh, I don't think we're gonna have any trouble getting into the castle. We're like four human siege engines right now. Yeah, so they have plus one. Uh, you can get a plus one sword for five hundred gold pieces. Ooh, five hundred. Five hundred gold bad. pieces. Not bad at all. I'll uh, take two, please. <laughs> two. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So deduct a thousand gold, two plus one rapiers, and then yeah, any other common items you guys can feel free to trade gold with freely. Ours. Trust you. This is nice. Not much of. A, I'm more of a giant disattached cannon guy myself, but these swords are pretty nice. <laughs> um. Okay. And then you guys uh, putting up for the night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go around and find like a, a tavern. Okay. Yeah, I mean the like, go ahead. magic robes or anything like that, or I'll roll for you. I'll roll for you. Uh, let's see. We've got a plus two shield for fifteen hundred gold. We've got no. I didn't roll anything good. Yeah, no, I rolled like literally all plate except for the shield. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, full plate adamantite. Full plate. Armor of resistance. Press plate. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing good for me. Just sorry. All right. Well, then, Clay looks around and then doesn't take note of anything of interest. All right. Well, uh, let's get you guys down for the night and in, in, in. It is a very stock, unremarkable experience. Uh, you get checked in. It's a couple gold pieces. You guys get your rooms. Uh, and we'll pick this back up next episode. You guys are level 12 now, so you gain two levels from the bandit fight now that you've slept. So grab your four new spells and put your new spell slots in and all that fun stuff. And I uh, want to thank everyone real quick for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Thank uh, Nathan for sponsoring this episode. Uh, you can check out all of the fun stuff on Patreon at patreon.com slash the homebrew. And then, of course, please join us in Discord. Please follow our social media all those links, everything that you could need is at thehomebrewpodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for all the support and for all of the listening and sharing and awesome reviews and all the fun we're having in Discord. It has been absolutely out of this world, and we're just we're so grateful to you guys. And we will catch you guys next week for episode 44 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, Zombie Dad, Belmont, Hunter of the Unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.